So, hello anyone, it's eight ep- eighth episode of Cat's Red Dead Online podcast, and today we have an interesting guest. We have an Lord Assassin from the Reaper Lord's clan. Uh, you probably have seen the video called Toughest Red Dead Clan. I put it in a title. And today we will have a interesting conversation, because, like, uh, before the stream... Uh, we found out that one of the reasons why they are doing this, uh, meeting me and uh, having this conversation, is actually to change an opinion that many players got from this extremely popular video. I guess it has like 2 million views. And so that's what we're gonna be talking And not, not only, as always, I will be trying to find out like the reason why players are joining clans. After all. Anyway, hello to all all the viewers. Hello and welcome. And we're ready to begin. So, Lord Assassin is here. And the first question is... So, you said there is a mis, uh, misunderstanding a little bit of your clan after this video. What particularly do you mean? What, what exactly? Um, I mean... As I said to you before the video, you know it's it's an individual's perspective of what we're we're about as a club. Um, you know, we've had quite a bit of exposure to to these types of things before. Um, people come in and speak to different Reaper Lords and then make their assumption about what the Reaper Lords are. Um, obviously, I myself as a Reaper Lord have a different perspective on what the Reaper Lords is from other Reaper Lords. Um, it's very difficult to to put an, a certain word down for what we are, but at the same time, you know, having somebody state that we're, you know, the the toughest the toughest clan in Red Dead Redemption, you know, we sort of see it as we're the the toughest club to get into in Red Dead Redemption, as opposed to the toughest fighting wise you know we do have shooters within our within our group people that just purely prefer to to shoot and play the game that way but we're a lot more than that you know we're we're a group of different individuals that with different ideas on what they want to do on the day-to-day basis within games so you know i think having having this discussion with yourself and sort of clearing up some of the questions people have about us is it's something that intrigues me very much so yeah and like the first the first question is that that story about the dude being kicked out of the clan because of playing animals crossing uh so what do you think about this whole story because it's the most uh, like most people remember this from the video I, I, when i ask yeah i mean you know obviously there's certain parts of conversations that were played in certain parts of that video and i think the obviously just hearing that as it stands it sounds a little ridiculous but you know the the individual in question um really wasn't putting in the effort we require you know the this this thing of ours is a big commitment um it takes up a lot of time you know you've got to show that you're willing to work for it and you know, throughout his process, there was a lot more to it, and just the 
I suppose the final straw of, of that gentleman's time was, you know, he was just sat there doing something completely different as opposed to being involved with the group and getting to know people and and somewhat, you know, making his case to become a Reaper Lord. So, as I said, his, his story was one of those where it finished with the Animal Crossing thing, but, you know, there was a lot more to the the situation. And... Again, this is one of them perception things where people sit back and look at it and say, you know, that's the that's the sole reason why when really it wasn't. But again, you know, as I said before, that's just looking at a single person's perspective. You know, people don't have the full information on what we're doing or what it is we expect from people. So, okay, so so in a, in a few in a few sentences, like here two questions first one what you are doing as a clan so try to answer as short as short as possible like what's this all about um, pretty fast pretty short first and foremost you know we're we're a group of like-minded minded individuals that like to play video games um you know this this group has grown into something much bigger than that uh, i don't know if you've seen just before the, the christmas holidays you know, as a, as a group with help from the the GTA and Red Dead communities, we raised over $7,000. So um, for a charity called Save the Children, you know, that's the sort of thing that we like to do. So even though we do play video games and we do have this platform that we're, we're a part of, you know, we like to do much more than that as a group and uh, contribute to real people with real needs. So... You know, for a lot of Reaper Lords that come to join, that's one of the biggest, if not the biggest, draw of what our club's about. Okay, but what it takes, you said it's the second, and what it takes from a person to, like, be... Um, what exactly? It, it, takes, it takes a couple different things. It takes time, commitment, enthusiasm. You know, you've got to put in the effort and show that you're not just going to turn up to be you know as we call it putting the patch on and then calling it a day after a few weeks you know this is a a thing that a lot of people have put a lot of time and effort into to be a part of and you know to to do such a thing you've got to you've got to really commit so we look for commitment we look for enthusiasm we look for them specific people that want to do what we do you know it isn't for everybody we say that to to people that come along and want to to give it a go this isn't for everybody so you know it's it's just one of those things well so not for everybody is this uh data from the videos that only one percent of participants are ending up and being like in your clan uh, is it still like true or the numbers have changed. Uh, I'm sorry, you broke up there. I mean, uh, in the video, I saw the data that only one percent of all the participants, all all who wants to join the clan, only one percent of them are ending up to to join the clan. Actually, so is it still the same number? Like only one percent? It's it's probably a little less at the moment. Um, could probably get the exact number, but from the applications we've had over the last say uh, twelve months, it's dropped us below one percent of people that actually make it into the Reaper Lord. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, how many players, active members, do you have now in your clan? The one who 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 passed <laughs> the exam. Uh, at the current time, we're probably sitting around seventy. Seventy. So there was yeah. seven, like, from seven to ten thousand uh, people who wanted to join, but they were not matching the requirements. Um, you you can probably add a few extra onto who have wanted to join, and you can definitely add a few onto people that have made it as Reaper Lords. But at the same time. You know, we've had people that have things come up in the real lives um, that just can't do this any longer. So, you know, we've uh, we've had some good guys leave along the way um, due to different reasons. So, you know, if we if we sat it down, you're probably talking about 100 people that have actually been uh, Reaper Lords in the in the entirety of the Reaper Lords. So, um, we're probably closer to 11,000 applications in time um, and then you know like I just said around 100 people that have actually been Reaper Lords. Mm -hmm. So I just want to clear it out. So, the, the one thing that like surprised most of the viewers I believe according to um, to comments is like that you're taking the game too seriously and I, I see this in the comments in the chat right now as well so uh, how would you wh what would you say like here is a statement uh, aren't you taking the game too seriously because with all these rules straight uh, rules restrictions and and stuff like this and uh, and like this exams what what do you think well as i said before you know it's this isn't for everybody, you know, we're not forcing anybody into doing anything they don't want to do. Um, this is just our tried and proven method of finding whether people are committed or not. You know, it's, it's nothing out of this world difficult. We're just looking for people to take the first steps to our commitment. And if people don't want to do it, then they don't want to do it. You know, we're looking at the bigger picture as opposed to, you know, just the video game itself. We do a lot of things outside a game. It's it's not just about the video game. So, you know, how people perceive what we're doing is entirely up to them. You know, we look at it as a simple method of finding the people we we would like to find and, and have within our, our group. And if people are like-minded and, and want to be a part of it, then that's great they come they turn up they do what's required and if uh if they they sort of pass the the bar of what's required then they become reaper lords if not they go on the merry way mm -hmm. so okay so another question like why do you think people are joining the reaper like the, wh why if they know that there will be like a lot of you know tough uh, walk let's say and chances of them actually ending up as a policy not a policy but clan member are extremely low why people are, are trying to join in the first place i suppose it has its own its own uh 
gives people that desire to join something that's difficult to join. You know, I can use myself as an example of that. Um, just the other day, I've been a replo for three years, and you know, I've seen a couple of videos on YouTube. Didn't really know what I was getting into until I became a brown jacket, and then I did a little more research into it and figured out that this was what it was. And for me personally, I thought, you know, is it really that difficult? And I made that choice then that I was going to find out. Either way, I was going to be a Reaper or I was going to be removed from the process. So, you know, people look at the that side of the, the club. Is it really that difficult? Have they got what it takes? And other people, like I said before, look at the, the kind of things we're doing outside of the game. You know, bringing other people, other, other crews, other clubs together, raising money for charity, you know, trying to do good things for, for good people in real life. So... You know, there's many different reasons to why people want to join this club, um, but it's to each individual's choice as to why. You know, some people want to do it for the gaming aspect and others want to do it for, for other things. Some people just join because they want to meet new people. So, you know, it's it's on the individual, I suppose, that, that comes along as to why they want to join, but they're just some of the reasons that I'd, I'd cast out there to, to say why. So you mentioned this brown jacket, and I realized that probably some viewers haven't like seen that video. So can you explain a little bit this the whole structure of of your clan, like with these jackets and uh, and lords, this title of being lord? Like, so let's say someone comes and says like, I want to join. So what does the steps he want? he should like uh, pass to become like the main dude in your clan the national president from the beginning yep. to the end yep. well, i i guess um, it's exactly what you have that's way you passed like over the last three years like uh, right uh yeah like i say um i've seen a few videos i put in an application became brown jacket um, at the first stage of becoming a Reaper Lord, you're a hangaround. That's someone that just comes in. They have a, a few days, a couple of weeks to, you know, sort of see whether this is for them or not. Get to know a few people, see how it goes. Um, after a little while and some stuff that I, uh, I'd rather not disclose, um, they can then progress into what we call a prospect. Um, which is like the second tier of brown jacket. You can tell the difference between those by a hang around wearing a white t-shirt under their brown jacket and a prospect in a black t-shirt. Um, you know, this is one step closer to becoming a Reaper Lord, although you can still be fairly far away from achieving that goal. Um, and then I suppose once you become a Reaper Lord, each path is different. You know, it does take a lot of time, a lot of effort, um, you know, and, and building them relationships and, and being trusted within the group to to sort of make it to where I've made it to today. Um, but, you know, there's, there's a lot of different paths you can take in this club as to what you want to do and what you want to be and, and what you want to contribute. So it's, uh, it's very hard to describe of how to get from, from A to B. Okay, at least from how to get from regular Reaper Lord to the main Reaper Lord, how how it's 
how it happens. There are elections or something. Um, in in some senses, yeah, you've got to you've got to be willing to do the job, and you've got to be trusted by everybody to um, take a step into what we call an officer role within the club. Um, you know, you can't just say I'm going to do this and then go and do what you want. You know, you have to be you basically put in that place by everybody else within the club. So, you know, to to move anywhere within this club, you, you've got to show that you can work, show that you're you're willing to put yourself out there and do what's required in the best interests of the club. So, you know, as I said before, it's it's very difficult to explain just solely because you know there's so many different ways of of progressing within the club but you know mainly it's becoming a an integral part of the group and showing that you know on on a daily basis that the club is in your best interest and it's not your own interests that are, are first mm -hmm. so okay so now let's talk about some other moments from the twitter that were i found rather confusing uh so there were a few mentioning about members staying on guard, but guarding the meeting or, or some other event. I mean, what is the point of staying on guard if there is a 32 players in the lobby maximum and all the players are Reaper, Reaper Lords? Like, why do you need guard uh, in this situation? That's, that's not always the case. Um... And as we spoke about before, you know, people can somewhat join on you whenever they feel like it in this game um, and create issues. So, you know, we don't always have 32 Reaper in a lobby every single minute of every single day or every single meeting or whatever we have going on. Um, there is generally, you know, other people in lobbies and sometimes people do lag out of this game and, and other people join and replace them and try to disturb what we're doing from time to time so you know just being ready and being in the in the right situation doesn't hurt to have everybody where they need to be before we have to do anything um that might be interrupted so it's just a force of habit more than anything a routine um than you know actually posting people here there and everywhere a lot of people just take that upon themselves to to do that anyway. Mm -hmm. So, uh, by the way, all this stuff about like having your own territory, I saw like few comments in chat about this, and I, I believe I saw this in, in video. Like, uh, how do how do you claim territory in Red Dead Online if it's not populated with only clan members, for example, with only one? policy uh so w w what what is meant by territory or or you don't have such thing i don't know really i mean i, I do see a lot of a lot of people claiming over here and over there but we don't necessarily claim a location i mean we have specific lo locations that we like to go to or do certain things at but you know the reports as a whole don't generally claim a certain spot you know, it's, it's still a, a video game, 
and we like to just play play the game. To be honest, it's not it's not a territory type deal for us. And what about like some shootouts with other bosses and clans? Maybe maybe clans. I don't know. So is it happens often? It, yeah, it, it does happen often. Um, but I don't know whether that's down to to recent videos or just the game. You know, there is a lot of people that enjoy the griefing aspects of this game, um, which is fine. Like I say, we do have guys that that like to shoot, but at the same time, we have guys that like to go around collecting and stuff. So. You know, these situations do happen quite regularly, but I just think that's the nature of the game. Mm -hmm. So, another interesting, like, uh, point from the videos that I just have to, to mention. Uh, there were, uh, at some point, uh, there were wannabe, uh, this participant who wants to become a Ripper Lord uh, someday uh, he was interviewed and he said something about collective punishments, the systems that the whole group of participants, I guess, are getting punished for someone's fault. Is is it really a thing in in the in the pro process of getting uh, of becoming the Reaper Lord? This collective punishment system. Um, it's dependent, I suppose, um, on what goes on. Um, as I say, you know, I'm. I am for the time being the, the national president of the Reaper Lords, but I don't run this thing on my own. You know, one of the things that Reaper Lords look for within a group of brown jackets is teamwork, people that can work well in a group. Um, and, you know, the same as from what you were saying before about the the video, Sophie's group in Red Dead, whatever it was labelled as, you know, people take that as the, the ultimate thing to, to shoot at Reaper Lords. You know, every time you see Reaper Lord, you've got to shoot them because they, they say um, they're the toughest group in Red Dead. So, you know, the actions of one or two people that prefer that aspect of the game, you know, that affects everybody else. So when you're looking at a group of individuals that are, are joining an even bigger group or attempting to join a, an even bigger group, then, you know, it goes down to the same principle. Um, work as a team, make it happen. If you don't, then so okay. How, how like another point that was mentioned that mostly after like pa passing this exam, uh, let let's call it this way, which is not correct, but anyway. So one of the Reaper Lords said that they most he mostly sticks to the group of uh, players who. Uh, who he was been playing while becoming a Reaper Lord, so close group, and he, he is more close to these people. Uh, do you have the same experience, is it like some closer groups inside of the clan that you mostly hang out with and play? Um, I think I think of a lot a lot of it for me is is the time frame. Um, you know, we're spread across eighteen different countries and have people from all over. So, you know, you tend to play around the same times most most evenings. Um, for me, after after work, I get home. Once the kids go to bed, it's it's one of them where I'll dive online, play a little bit. But I tend to run into the same people more often than not, just due to to time difference. So, 
I suppose in some senses you do get um, individuals playing together more frequent than others. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like you've just stated with people that have come in as as brown jackets together and eventually made it to Reaper Lords, then, you know, they've built a friendship prior to becoming Reaper Lords. You know, they've they've been through that process together already. So, you know, that is that is definitely a possibility. Mm-hmm. So, again, like question of let's let's call it goal versus process. So, in my opinion, I don't know actually because I don't know any of Reaper Lords personally. But it seems like some players can be attracted by the way of becoming the Reaper Lord rather than being the Reaper Lord uh, at the end because. As you said, it's challenging, it's tough, it's something that, I don't know, some people want to do just to prove they're worth it. Uh, but after the goal is gonna be achieved, it's it's not that, might not be that interesting for them. What do you think? Have, have you seen some, some, I don't know, Reaper Lords who went all this way and then they lost interest in the clan or in the game in general? Or it's it's never happening. Um, I suppose over time, people could could get fed up with the way things go or or what it is you're doing. But you know, I, I'd I'd probably put that more down to the game itself than the actual club. You know, as we all know, Red Dead gets a little dry on content from time to time, and. Like you just said, you know, the, the process of becoming a Reaper Lord so it gives people something to do within this game and gives them a goal in mind. And that's something that we work on, you know, daily to, to try and find things for ourselves, Brown Jackets, you know, other, other crews that we've met up with and done stuff in game with, where we try to find our own entertainment within this game and within GTA or wherever we're playing at the time. So it's... It's again about the individual on what what they're into and what it is they wanna they wanna do on a daily basis. But as I said, I can't can't speak for individuals. Just my own experience as to as to how I feel about it. I suppose. Mm -hmm. So okay, so the game is drying, and and you know what? Have have you seen like like many Reaper Lords, like the clan members? are losing interest and like playing like much less often now nowadays let's say because there was no big updates for a long time uh i wouldn't i wouldn't say much less often um but you know people do take a break from time to time they have stuff going on in real life and i suppose having that little that little break from the the day-to-day -day grind in this game um does come in it can be healthy for people but you know we don't just play this game all the time you know we have replays that play uh, an abundance of different games together um you know the same as anybody else would play call of duty fortnite uh a few of us like to play um not animal crossing i guess Hey, hey. Well, I don't know. I don't know if people play Animal Crossing, but it's certainly not my my thing. <laughs> okay, so but uh, you just said at the beginning you said that it takes a lot of commitment and time, but 
uh, it means not only commitment and time in, in this particular game on GTA Online, uh, but rather commitment and time in, uh, I don't know, Live of the Clan in general. Yeah, um, depending on on what it is you're, you're doing with, within the club. I mean, as I said, we have um, a hierarchy system, um, obviously, at the moment. I'm the national president, so I'm at the top. And I suppose the more, the more you move up that hierarchy system, uh, the level of involvement increases as to what's going on and, and what's what we're trying to do on the daily, weekly, monthly, um, yearly spectrum of the Reaper Lord. So it's it's all about what time someone's got available and what they're willing to do or are willing to put in or the ideas they have. Um, you know, there's people that come into the Reaper Lords that have seen what the Reaper Lords have done before in regards to communities or charity events, things like that. And they just want to push that on. They want to make that an even bigger thing. So they're a part of something, you know, that's not just a video game. They're a part of something that is, is much bigger and they had a, a hand to play in that. So um, it's it's all based on the individual and what they're willing to do as well. Okay, but uh, look, you said you have on like 70 active members, right? And with the super, I don't know, super tough rules of becoming a member, I don't see you getting like far bigger clan anytime soon, even with a lot of participants. So if some Reaper Lords are sto stopping playing time to time, as I said, as you said, just because of, you know, uh, life, uh, some different uh, stuff that's going on in their life and, and stuff like this. So, out of 70, how many players are actively playing Red Dead Online at the moment? Uh, of course, you are playing because, as you said, you are national president, but... Um, other other members because I mean 70 is a small number is a small number and if some players just have to go over on vacation or I don't know just do something else it seems like that not too many Reaper Lords are playing at the at the same time actively or am I wrong here um we have a we have a process for that um, when people of things going on but for the for the most part at the moment we are only have about six or seven reaper lords that are currently um taking a break or we have a couple of reaper lords that are on active service in in the military and obviously can't can't be here to to be involved on a daily basis online um but for the most part like i say we're only missing a couple of people that are, are taking a break or have stuff going on in real life at the moment so you know we're still looking at around 60 to 65 active people across both consoles um but as you say you know you just said that we won't be a massive clan in our group anytime soon with the way we set out our club we're not looking to be the the biggest you know we're looking for certain individuals people that have that that drive and that goal in mind and want to be a part of something bigger than just a video game. So, you know, it's not about the number of individuals um, to us. 
you know, we could have 500 people and never do anything. But, you know, the 60, 70 people we do have and get a lot of stuff done for, for a gaming club. So, you know, that's a, another thing as to why people want to join. You, you just said that few of your active members of Reaper Lords are actually at the moment serving in the military, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I had a, a question in chat, then why they are playing Red Dead Online, but I, I understand why they are playing Red Dead Online. I have different question. why they are joining uh, the group that has... I mean, it's obvious that you have this military structure, pretty much, with discipline, with subordination, with stuff like this. And I thought that it's mostly for people who missing military or never never actually joined the military and they want part of this in their life but maybe i'm wrong of course but these dudes are at the military right now so my question is why do you think they are uh, of course it's tough to answer for someone else but why do they join like a military in red dead online being in military in real life that's my question i don't I, really... I mean, I, I have had this conversation with with Reaper Lords that are in the military, and you know, the the simple answer is is they like structure in their life. You know, they don't want to they don't want to get online and everybody just be going hell for leather all over the place. You know, having that structure that we have, you know, it, it keeps some sort of order in the game, as opposed to where you know people aren't just going around briefing people all the time. People aren't just going around, you know, creating, you know, a toxic environment within the game. You know, for me personally, um, that's not something I want to do. You know, a lot of people complain about it. Um, people being griefed online and why would you get online to, to just be griefed all the time? So, you know, I take that as a, the thing that we do is that we don't do that in game so you know that has an appeal of its own to a lot of people but for the the military guys i suppose the structure and and having something you know they know um already in place is, is just something that they enjoy so um I mean, so, so you're not not arguing about the fact that like Reaper Lords is has a lot of similarities with Army, like like really a lot. Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was it was military. Um, as you know, we came from GTA um, originally, and we were we were a motorcycle club over on GTA. Um, and just the the format of which the the motorcycle club works works really well for us. Everybody understands, um, you know, the roles within within the club, and it sort of keeps order between the members. And we have specific ways of sorting out issues and problems, and it creates that you know that safety net for everybody. That you know, no one's above anybody else, really. You know, even though I'm the, the national president at the moment, I'm still, you know, no different than anybody else. I'm still held accountable by everybody else within the club. So um, it's just that structure that, that keeps everything in place. You know, if we just didn't have anything, then there's no way we'd be 
doing what we're doing today. Okay, so so let's say someone is griefing one of the Reaper Lords, right? So some, someone is attacked one of your uh, clan members. And actually, is there a difference if someone will attack Brown Jacket? You will still be on uh, protecting this dude, or it's a part of their, you know, growth to protect themselves. Oh no, as Reaper Lords, if if somebody attacks a Brown Jacket, then you know, it's the same principle as someone attacking us. We all try to get in and and shoot out and be involved in it. But you know, just the the nature of the game, a brown jacket for the Reaper Lords will still have the the backup of Reaper Lords. Okay, so so let's say someone attacked one of your members. Uh, now, what's your next step? So, like, uh, who who will fight first of all? Browns, brown jackets are fighting. They are also taking part in this, or it's only the main lords are, are doing the the fight itself. Um, anybody that's available, I'd say. It's it's just one of them things. If you're online and somebody's being being griefed or attacked, then you know you join in but at the same time like i say you know we're not all about the the pvp uh aspect of things um i guarantee that every reaper lord that is in the game would join and shoot but at times there's, there's like i say there's reaper lords that aren't really into that that will get involved in a fight but you know it's just one of those things within the game like i said before people have fights people shoot you play until you've had enough, or until you're bored, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, everybody um, that is available, nine times out of ten, if they have time, will uh, will get involved. Brown jacket or replay. So technically, you don't have seventy members. If any brown jacket is fighting, you have like much more active members because they fight as well and they can technically be count as part of Reaper Lords since they will fight on your side or um right um well they're, they're certainly not members of the Reaper Lords they're trying to to become members of the Reaper Lords but at the same time yeah they will you know it does boost the numbers within fights as how many brown jackets you know, you at the moment uh, Zora um I'd have to double check but there's a few. It can vary. Um, some people try to join and can be here for a day. Some people come and can be here till the end. So the numbers always, always fluctuating. But approximately, like hundred, few hundreds. Oh no, no, nowhere near that. Nowhere near that. You're probably talking ten. Ten. That's a the Okay. We've always met. We try to limit the amount at any one time, as. It's uh, as I said before, we're not looking for the biggest number. We're uh, looking for individuals within a group, so um, it's no good to us having 300 people that we're never going to see them all. So, uh, what is the average time that person spends in a brown jacket before being like kicked out? What do you think? Like few days, week? Um, I suppose it's dependent on the individual. Like I say, we look to that, that effort and that person that wants to be involved. So, you know, if, if you're doing nothing, then 
you probably won't be here for a very long time. But, you know, as we say to Brown Jackets, it's, there is no time. There is no time limit. It could be two weeks, it could be six months. It all depends on the individual. Mm -hmm. So, because, because in the video I saw those uh, numbers that it, it takes like seven months to become the member, uh, like on average, or for a brown chicken. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't say seven months. Um, I'd say that's a bit extreme. Um, but it, it most certainly can take a good, good two, three months to become a refill lad. A rough estimate. Mm -hmm. Two or three months and uh, of playing like every day. Or, or not or, okay like uh, tell me because something i don't understand is there some tasks for brown jackets or something they have to do or they just have to play every day uh and just wear this uniform what it what it actually takes what what task if it's not a secret of course what tasks does it takes for two three months to become become a member <laughs> Um, well, there's many different things, you know, Reefle are a, a very, uh, very good at coming up with different things for potential members to do within the game. You know, like I said earlier on, we look for teamwork, we look for that individual that's going to stand out um, within the group and, you know, sort of lead everybody else into whatever it is they may be doing. There's many different things that... Um, brown jackets will be asked to do or, or you know be given a challenge to do within the game but at the same time it's um at the same time it's more on the individual you know you've got to be online to get to know people you've got to be online to sort of create a friendship you've got to be online you know to show you're active so you know there's many many different things obviously if you're if you're online more, then I suppose that does help. Um, but when asking people to play seven days a week, 24 hours a day, you know, but you do certainly have to be involved um, in getting to know everybody within the group to, to make it. Mm -hmm. so there is like no strict uh, like rules or something, what, what person should do to join the clan after all. So and and as i as i understand it depends on the uh, opinion of reaper lords uh, and every reaper lord can kick any person without even giving explanation why is that correct no no, no? um it, you, your future does um fall in the end of the the reaper lords as individuals obviously they get a say Everybody within our club has a, a say on everything, um, a vote, if you will. Everybody has their, their time to say yes or no on anything that goes on in the Reaper Lord. But um, as for just removing people whenever they feel like it, no, that's not the case. You can't just decide one day that you as an individual don't like somebody. So that's it, the car. You know, it's it's very much a, a, a majority run thing. 
you know, everybody has an individual say, so, you know, an individual can't go in and make decisions for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, what is the, like, form of rulement that you have, how you can describe it? Is it more like a de democracy at the top of, uh, among the lords, let's say? So, or there is some some person who decides all the stuff, or, or or you have to vote on the important. I don't know, le, le, to make or not to make this charity event. How how you came up with the idea? Um, it's the ideas are brought forward. Any individual reaper can bring an idea <laughs> forward, and then you know inevitably everybody gets to to say something. Um, on this occasion, it was a. Uh, a very short space of time and window that we had to work with so an idea was presented um by myself and a couple of reaper lords and you know everybody was on board so we uh we made it happen mm -hmm. so it's it's actually interesting so uh another another question like uh was um Well, let, let me translate it from from Russian. Um, I I still don't get. Like you you have a lot of applications since the video came out, right? And you only have 70 active members. So how often active Reaper Lords are leaving the clan? How often it happens? Uh, because I assume that. Many um, players joined you and passed this way, but I guess some left as well, because otherwise you would have much more members. Uh, like I said before, you know, we're probably sitting around the, the 100 mark in total of people. Um, the Reaper Lords have been an active club for just over seven years, so um, over that time, you know, maybe... 30-35 people have decided to leave for whatever reason um, along the way but you know every year we're not really bringing in that many people regardless of the amount of um, applications we receive um, just as a, a number to throw out there we we have close to 2,000 applications mm -hmm. after the, the last video and probably only made you know 10 reaper lords out of that so it's it's very difficult to to put an actual number on how many people may or may not join or leave um each year so it's people do do have a change in circumstance and leave a lot more, but um you know putting a definitive number on it every year is Today. You know what? After after talking with you today, I have this feeling that like your structure of Reaper Lords in general is somewhat copied from the uh, ancient Greek uh, kingdom Sparta, because there was like a small military elite as it lived in Sparta. Obviously, like not not too not too many. And they were controlling this big area around the Sparta, with hundreds and thousands of people living there. And they also had this uh, like super tough way of becoming a, a member <laughs> of the army. And uh, they also had this 
kind of not like a total democracy, not even close to democracy inside of the group, inside of the leaders. And uh, but it's not an autocracy as well, I guess, like complicated uh, form of rulement that hard to describe in a few words. So have you ever had this comparison to Sparta? Spartan kingdom. No, no. I, I have seen the film Three Hundred, but I've never uh, heard the report compared to that. Because, from the structure perspective, it, it there are many similarities. Anyway, there, there's a question that uh, a, another question I've got from the this video, the, this uh, brown jacket one. He was interviewed said that there are men and women in in a clan and among the, the brown jackets like and i was su surprised not i don't want to sound like a sexist or something but i doubt that there are too many women in ripper lord cruel clan like emma ron um we've got a few females um there have been many females that have uh that have tried to join the ripper lords whether some that have been rebelled and left in. Um, but think who we got? I think we're sitting at six females at the moment um, across both charters. So we're uh, we do have females within the group. Mm. Um, but sometimes that's that's one of those perceptions when you look at gaming. You know, gaming as a whole, you see groups of of people you know most people assume that it is just solely men um i don't know why that is but you know there is good gamers out there as well well i don't know according to my channel statistics only uh, like uh, five percent of viewers are women and 95 percent are men so it's as especially that's why i was surprised and since there are only 70 members in 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 your clans that mathematically chances that there are too many women are super low in my opinion so that's something i wanted to ask because especially since it's more like a you know military type group after all it is with a lot of discipline and and something uh, so we wanted to check this out. So, uh, about the Red Dead Online in general. So, what's your view as a, let's say, clan leader? Do you think this game, like, has, uh, I don't know, potential? Or you see, like, you will be moving to some other game pretty soon? Or you don't actually care if there will be some changes in Red Dead Online because the way you play is... Uh, is not uh, based on a new content and roles and so and something. Um. Well, new content never anybody um, for any game. To be fair, um, we operate on this game. You know, we um, we have brown jackets on this game. You know, having things to do within this game is is imperative for for what we're doing and trying to achieve within the game. So, um, new content's always good. Um, hopefully that'll be sooner rather than than later. Um, as I was saying before, we've got replays that like to do a variety of different things within within this game and other games. So um, for me personally, 
I'd love some new content within this game. And then as far as as what's next for the Reaper Lords, only time will tell. Um, as we've talked about a little bit before, that's not down to me to decide. That's down for everybody to decide if and when we decide to uh, make a change or not make a change. But there are already talks like this, right? You're, you're thinking about changing Red Dead Online because, like, I don't know. Okay, so let, let's let's rephrase this question. Are you satisfied with the th processes that are going on in this game, with how, I don't know, game develops or, or not? Um, we're not looking to, to change game anytime soon. Um, you know, there's a lot of Reaper Lords still enjoying this game. As I said, the new content would probably give us or some people a little boost in regards to um, what they're doing on the daily. You know, there's only so many plants you can go around and pick and animals you can hunt on the daily. So, you know, I, I do understand why people or the, the game base in general for, for Red Dead is, is somewhat slipping a little bit. But at the same time, you know, for, for us as a group, we tend to find a lot of things to do within the game that are outside the game mechanics. Um, we create little game modes. We we just generally like to mess around and enjoy our gaming time together as opposed to what it is we're doing within the game. Um, so, you know, we're, we're quite content for the, the time being with, with Red Dead. Well, as I said, for me personally, um, and I'm sure for a lot of the other Reaper Lords, some new content wouldn't wouldn't go amiss. Okay, um, I don't know whether you can answer this question or not, but describe me as a casual, not like usual day of a Reaper Lord member, not like the officer or something, but regular member. What what he's gonna do, regular Reaper Lord? What he's gonna do in the game? Um, again, that's down to the individual. But you know, as I said, we do have some people that like to shoot in this game and and enjoy it when people um, try to grief or try to shoot or just get involved in a a little shootout within the game. You know, we've got other individuals that just like to take pictures within the game people that like to hunt animals, pick flowers, um, generally just sit in the game. we got uh, Reaper Lords that like to do the fist fighting, which um, is a, a great mechanic in this game compared to what a lot of us have been used to on, on GTA, the actual fist fighting side of things. You know, we have boxing tournaments, um, shootouts, whatever whatever we have in mind so you know that's down to what somebody wants to do at that time but there is many different activities that that people like to do okay since you uh, talked about this fist fighting there is a rumor that uh, gta online will be using rage uh, version from red dead redemption 2 so there will be fist fightings and stuff like this and melee system so if that will happen what, what do you think you will move back to gta or there is something in Red Dead Online that attracts, uh, like, I don't know, let, let's say you personally. 
in Red Dead Redemption more than in GTA, even if GTA will receive, you know, all this better graphics and physics. Um, again, that's a perspective thing, because me as a as an individual, I'm, I joined the Reaper Lords on GTA, and the, not that I don't like Red Dead, but, you know, my preference of game is, is GTA, so, you know, and I, I know that stands for uh, a lot of Reaper Lords have been here for some considerable time, and even some of the the newer editions that play a lot of GTA. You know, it's just about a game preference. So, is it a possibility that the Reaper Lords could go to the next GTA game? Then, yeah. Um, if and when that is, well, uh, I'm sure we won't find out for a good while yet, but. That could be a conversation for the Reaper Lords as to as to what's next. But you know, there's still uh, a lot of a lot of Reaper Lords. You know, the majority of Reaper Lords still love playing this game. So, um, if and when that time comes, you know, it's it's down to everybody to voice their opinion and and say what it is they want to do as an individual and what they want the group to do. So. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to wait and see whether something is next or when something's next or what we want to do as a group. Mm-hmm. So, y- you mentioned picking flowers and I'm definitely, I just, I just realized that it's kind of surprising, something surprising to hear from uh, about the toughest Red Dead Online clan, especially with this, you know, um, I don't know, picture of your clans that many players have like what what do you think describe in proportion I, I know you will say that it depends on individual but on average what proportion of time you are involved in some pvp based activities maybe training maybe actually fighting someone and what percentage of time is let's say picking flowers some some i don't know enjoying the game Let's let's call it this way. Something that is not connected with PvP. Um, oh shit! I'm being chased by a bear. Um, so when when I say the picking flowers, I mean more or less the um the collector role. You know, there's different roles within the game, but there can be the majority of time. Some days the the group can be. You know, doing trader sales, you know, generally just doing activities within the game. Um, but I'd say at some point every day, um, PvP does come into the game just based off of, of what goes on in these lobbies. On the daily basis of people just wanting to be involved in that stuff. So um, I'd say it's probably around 50-50. Um you know there is also showdowns and things like that within this game that are quite entertaining so it's i'd say it's 50 50 split between the two do you actively do showdowns um yeah uh, sometimes yeah it's it's not really my thing i'm a, a massive lover of the assisted aim personally but it's um i'd say it happens you know once or twice a day with different groups mm-hmm. what what do you what's your opinion about like pvp and red Dead online in general the state of pvp 
So describe, like, are you are you are you enjoying PvP or you think it has a lot of flaws? Like, what what do you think? I don't mind the overall concept of it and the the tonics and the cards and stuff, um, but I don't don't necessarily like the the assisted aim within the game as a as a personal preference because. For me, it doesn't really show a skill level as of an individual. It's just a aim, shoot, done, aim, shoot, done type of deal. So, you know, you got you can juice yourself up on a level three tonic and then stand there for ten minutes shooting without dying. So, I prefer the more classic get shot and die deal. Mm -hmm. But uh, another question that is always comes out when we're talking about like clans and uh, Red Dead Online. So the problem with booting, dedosing, I I guess it also like uh, a, a problem as something that like touched you or clan as well. Because I'm pretty sure that some the should be like accusations of being a dedoser and actually some players dedosing you as well because uh, in my in my point of view it's like the norm of for red dead online unfortunately like on one hand accusations anyone saying that other one is dedosing and on the other hand some people actually dedosing so have, have your clan faced with uh, this problem and what what you were doing about this all this stuff um i'm sure People have, have had that problem, you know, just within game in life. Um, not just this game, but pretty much every other game. Um, me personally, I haven't suffered with anything within within Red Dead where somebody's kicked me out and knackered me internet for the foreseeable future. It's just not something that I've ever come across. Um, but, you know, you, you see these videos and you see these these different things but it's all an accusation um you know nine times out of ten people say you, you're doing these things just because they're losing so you know i tend to avoid accusing people of anything and just accept that maybe just maybe this individual might be better than you at this particular game and uh upset the loss mm -hmm. but like is uh, cases when it actually happened when I don't know someone was dedosing you for example I mean like I said I've never I've never had that um, in this game personally um, I've been told by others that they've had that stuff but for, for me personally I've never had any of that stuff but I do I do have reasonable coverage towards that kind of thing um, with my broadband provider so mm. I suppose that helps um, but like I say it, when when people accuse me or accuse other people of cheating I, I tend to just put it down to you know just accept it this once that you, you found somebody who's, who's just got your number within the game um, I try to avoid accusing people of things that they may or may not be doing so it's each to their own. You want to do that stuff and you want to cheat and you want to kick people offline, then you uh, you do that. But 
you know, nine times out of ten, even if you to report someone, nothing happens. So it's uh, it's just one of them situations. I think that all of us as gamers are going to suffer with for for some time. Mm-hmm. Look, so I I want to like make a statement and ask you whether you agree with it or not because I have been thinking about I like few weeks ago I had this podcast with uh, Karen Industry with Qatar Locus and the question was like pretty much the same why people are joining the clans and here is my thought especially like I mean so tough clans with at least su- super tough rules as as yours so my thought is that different players are looking just for a, for some reason in this game for for some I don't know excuse to to be in this world because yes content wise there are many problems and that's why they are doing this basically so it's it's just an excuse to uh play in the game as for players who play in red than the line in the first place because as I, as I understand some members of your clan are not even uh joined you in the red dead online but in gta online so anyway what do you think about this statement so for many players joining the clan is just uh, uh you know this attempt to give some meaning to to the game or to the time spent in that yeah i think that's a fair assumption um you know that can be down to the content or even just playing alone can be uh can be difficult in this game you know i think that's one of the the most difficult things about this game um if you're to play it alone you know in every situation every aspect of the game you know it requires you to have some sort of help whether that be down to completing missions whether that be down to doing your trader sales and there's always somebody out there that's that's always looking for for friendship and, and a group to play with so i think that's the uh, probably the biggest reason as to why people try to join um a group like ours is to it's what people to actually play the game with and have something to do outside of you know the general day-to-day content of the game mm-hmm. so look there's one thing that you mentioned at the beginning of the video but i wasn't like focusing on it but now i actually want you to tell more about it this charity what kind of it was charity stream or just charity uh, like you had a goal and what you were setting goal to do to do what to to help um uh, some specific person or some organization just tell more about it because it's interesting actually so yeah when when i first became um a reaper lord i'd seen some of the charity stuff that reaper lords had done in the past and you know just through the time and changing of games and whatever else the reaper lords have had going on for quite some time we'd sort of let that aspect of the club go um while we was sorting out other things and and taking time to do other things and we had a conversation um just before the christmas period um, we was approaching our seven-year anniversary as a club and decided that we was going to do a live stream um, to try and raise some money for Save the Children, um, 
which is an outstanding charity that does works all over the all over the world for children in different um you know different walks of life that have different issues or or need help um for whatever situation <laughs> they're in we set a goal of a thousand dollars um and we got into the stream we uh had everybody we put it out over all our social medias tried to get everybody involved that you know follows us and and wants to do something at, at that time of year you know around the christmas period for our children um that are in a less fortunate situation than you know than any of us or any of our children and we uh we did the live stream we spoke with save the children they gave us a lot of support in what we were doing and we we raised over seven thousand dollars um for, for that charity and that's something that we were now aiming to do every year whether we have the same success and and raise you know that kind of money every year obviously the goal will always be to do better than the previous time but that's something that we as a club are, are setting our mind on and, and setting our sights on for you know for the future is that we can do that at least one time a year where we're doing something for for people outside of video games and outside of you know any community we're involved in or outside of our individual walk of life where we can do something that's genuinely good for people that need help even from our little quiet gaming corner we can uh, we can provide that so well yeah that's cool my respect said so you want to repeat as you said you want to repeat this every year yeah and make it like a regular event yeah mm -hmm. that's what we're looking for well <laughs> yeah that's kind of cool so anyway let's let's move on to different questions from the chat oh sorry i haven't actually uh one to use it part of this podcast is questions from the chat so uh so encounter it by any free aimers from playstation 4 you uh as a clan because i know there is a community of free aimers there and is there any hostilities it's a question from km so um i i have come into a few contact with a few people on uh playstation that say they use free aim um and you know the the free aim community is slowly building but i'm not um I'm not very familiar with people in it um, or what it is, the, the actual overall setting of this free aim community is and what the, the rules are. But, you know, if, if that's how people are playing this game and, you know, I've got no hard feelings to how anybody plays this game. It's, you know, it's somewhat the way people look at, at Reaper Lords or myself, how we decide to act within the game. You know, it's each to their own and... Good luck to whoever and whatever they want to do within the game. What's your opinion about the free aim in general? So you said you don't really like auto aiming. Uh, I mean, it's a question for me. Uh, why? Uh, so, so, are you enjoying free aiming in this game? Now, like, uh, I enjoy it when it's against 
um, other people that free aim. Um, you know, just for example, I did come into contact with someone that was in defensive mode that said they use free aim and went in defensive mode so that it makes you have free aim. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you take, you take more bullets when you're in defensive mode for a start, so it's it's one of them situations where it's difficult to say what, what the free aim community is at the moment um, within this game because, you know, I can play free aim and do sniping and other things like that, but you come up against seven people in another posse that are all using assisted aim at close range, you're, uh, you're going to be suffering a little bit. Okay, so let's say there will be, a, if there will be some lobbies with uh, hardcore rules, you know, like in a hardcore series. No free aiming, no tonics, no ability cards, no, uh, oh, not no free aiming, no aim assist, no tonics, no ability cards. So would you rather play such lobbies or regular ones? I'd rather play in the no tonics, no assisted aim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the case for a lot of replays, but then again, some people prefer the assisted aim. Um, but for me personally, I'd, I'd choose those lobbies hands down. Mm-hmm. So, question from Minecraft Pocket Edition. What happens when someone needs to do a bounty in an area that you guys are guarding? Just go and do your bounty. It's, it's no issue for us. Um, we don't grieve people. If you've got to do a bounty, you ride past us with a trader sale. We won't just attack you for the sake of attacking you. Um, so, if it's if you roll past some Reaper Lords and you're doing a specific um, activity within the game, you know, I can guarantee that they won't do anything to you unless you do something to them, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, because I saw in the comments many stories that uh, players were attacked by... Uh, I mean, when I announced it and in the comments for the video, Many players were claiming that they were attacked after doing some activities in the area that you're uh, guarding. So, it's not happening. Not that I've seen personally. Um, And, you know, it's not something we do as a group, so... Mm -hmm. I wouldn't... You know, it would be my word against theirs sort of thing, so... It's it's one of them situations where people may say they have or may have been, but is there a different circumstance? I don't know. So, you know, on the daily I see many people doing sales and other activities within the game that just roll on by what we're actually doing within the game. You know, we're not we're not interested really in what individuals are doing in the game we're generally more interested in what we're doing so okay Godzilla or King Kong you have to choose one King Kong (laughs) okay Uh, so we have another question about Animal Crossing Uh, but is there a way Oh, it's an interesting one, actually. Uh, because I was always interested in this as well. Is there a way to report members for, you know, un- for some sort of a behavior that doesn't suit 
the values that you claim in. So for example, if other players see that some of the Reaper Lords is, is doing some uh, stuff that shouldn't be done, how, how they can, I mean, they can contact you or they can contact other some Reaper Lords officers and there will be there any consequences if there will be some evidences of the fact that Reaper Lord member is actually doing something. I don't know what. I, I, I um, just. I receive, I receive messages daily um, in regards to, you know, opinions about Reaper Lords, things people have seen Reaper Lords do in game, you know, from being nice to people saying, you know, you trash at the game or whatever else. So, you know, I suppose if, if somebody was to message me with something on Instagram or message the website or whatever it may be, obviously that would be an internal um, issue at that point. But, you know, whether or not there was any sort of action taken. Would, would more certainly depend on the, the situation. Was there ever actions taken? Like any case of, you know, situations where you've... Where someone proved, uh, you know, gave you like evidences of uh, something and uh, actions were taken? I can't really share that. Okay, okay, I understand. So uh, another, what, another question, what do you think about uh, the lobby size change. Would you like to see the lobby size change from, let's say, 32 maximum to, I don't know, 64? Will it somehow impact the way that your clan is playing? Um, I would like to see that, um, just on the basis that, you know, sometimes we do have a lot of Reaper Lords online, from, and it's, it does sometimes fill the lobby so you know we have a couple of reaper lords in different lobbies and doing different things so i think you know in that sense it would impact the club of of being better for us all to be able to be in game at the same time um but for me one, one of the good things about this game is the interactions you have you know the the map and other players not being on it until you get within that proximity and i've had some um some great interactions with people um, within this game. So I think, you know, adding more people to the mix gives you that that sort of, you know, chance of having them interactions. Some good, some bad, but at the same time, it still adds more to the, the session you're in at that time. So I'd be quite happy with a bigger lobby size. Okay, I see a question. Cutter Locus asks you about how do you feel about other big clans? Um, you know, it's it's a, it's the same principle. Um, you know, it, what other people are doing is what other people are doing. Um, I don't have a, a massive um, opinion on other clans. You know, I don't like to to judge what it is they're doing and and how they're doing their thing. So. You know, it's great to see that there's a community growing um, of of crews within this within this game, and I think that you know it's it can only be a good thing based on having you know that 
that community to fall into and sort of play the game with from time to time. But um, as far as you know, my opinion of other other crews, it's um, I don't really have one. It's each to their own on what they want to do within the game and how they want to do their their thing as a group. So, um, yeah. Oops, you disconnected. I are you back? Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did it kick me out? No, something happened with the Discord. So, uh, like, moving to PC, if there are any possibility. What did you say, sorry? Moving to PC. Do you even consider moving to PC someday? Um, I don't know. It's... I suppose that's a, a thing on if a lot of people get PCs within the club and, and give us the capability to do so. So um, I wouldn't mind it personally. Um, not that I play a lot of PC games. I'm more of a console guy, but I just think the the way these games, you know, GTA, Red Dead, work on PC, they're uh, a lot smoother and a lot more... You can do a lot more with them, so... You know, maybe one day the Reaper Lords could do uh, PC, but for the time being, I think it's it's just console. Okay, so it's an interesting question from Retro Gandalf. Please ask why they na named themselves Reaper Lords. What did this name came from? Um, the the founder of the Reaper Lords basically picked it. He uh, he went through a couple of names and and ended up with a Reaper Lord. As I say, um, I've not been here since the very very beginning, um, but you know he, he made that decision between him and his brother, I believe, who created the club together. They uh, they just came up with a name and it's it's stuck for all that time. Mm -hmm. So and the creator now is not uh, in in the clan. Uh, no. Okay. So uh, actually, well, it's an interesting question. How how many players? I mean, not players, but Reaper Lord members are from the, from this original original clan that was made like how many like seven eight years ago? Um, I think if my maths is correct, we have three almost four people that have been reaper lords for seven years then there's a group that have been six years and then five, another group at five years so um from the original original few people you you you're talking less than 10. Hmm. interesting that's interesting so there is a how to call it a big rotation going on all the time over the years, let's say, if only ten. Over the years, there's been some uh, some people leave over that time. But I suppose you can put that down to, like we were saying earlier, you know, people that were were here back then have got to that point where something's come up in life, you know, and and they've had to step away even after all that time. So. Um, 
is a, a long time to commit to something. Especially when, you know, a lot of people view it as just a video game crew, so... Mm -hmm. So, how do you see Reaper Lords in five years from now? What do you think will happen? I honestly couldn't answer that. I suppose we'd... The Reaper Lords will still be the Reaper Lords. Still be doing what it is we're doing now within game. Um, obviously, like I said before, we've made a commitment now to the, the charity side of things. So five years time, we'll still be doing that, hopefully on a bigger basis. Um, and, you know, creating friendships and a family that play this game, play another game and and do things for people in, in the real world. So, you know, the Reaper Lords will still be exactly the same. It's not going to be like bigger clan. You think it will be like pretty much like now, but with some smaller changes, like different game, different people in the clan, obviously, and at least some of them. But uh, the structure will be the same. You think? I think the structure of the Reaper Lords has has lasted over time. So you know, I can't ever see that changing. Um, as for the number. Of of people that will be within the crew is you know that's open to to anybody's guess you know could we be still seventy could we be hundred and fifty you just don't know um, you know that's again all based on individuals do people make it into the Reaper Lord and you know do people have the time to maintain what it takes to be a Reaper Lord. Um, and as for the game like we discussed earlier, you know, there could be a new GTA, there could be something new for Red Dead. We we just can't ever answer those questions until we know what's available to us as a group. Look, here's an interesting question. Do you have a rival, like some clan or group that you consider a rival on PS4 or maybe here on Xbox? Or like, I don't know, maybe another game. Uh, no, not really. No. Are there it's... any other if, if uh, so? Are there any other like uh, groups, cl game clans that you know who has the same like focused on discipline, military structure as you have? Do you do you know any of such cases? Um, obviously, Cutter uh, was in the comments before. I know what he's got going on over there and, and obviously, you know, what he's working towards. But uh, I don't think there's there's anybody quite like the Reaper Lords and the way we do things. Um, but that's why we say what we say. You know, this isn't for, for everybody. Not everybody's going to want to be a part of this. Not everybody will be able to be a part of this. So, you know, when it comes to a like for like, I just don't see anything else like like what we do. So... Mm -hmm. Two. Well, that's actually that's actually an interesting. I mean, the whole situation is super interesting. So, basically, you you kind of say that it's a unique clan, and I I'm pretty sure I can believe it. But maybe you heard something about some 
M MMOs, I guess there should be some structures similar to yours in like EVE Online or maybe World of Warcraft, something like this. Maybe. Never heard about Yeah. In in some senses, yeah. I mean, you've got the, the things like armor and things like that, you know, the, the proper military games um, and and the way they work things over on PC. But, you know, I can only go from, from what I see within the games I play. Um, so, you know, it's as far as Red Dead and, and GTA, I don't see, you know, anything like what we, we do or what we we want to do um but there most certainly might be people out there you know in different realms different games different um over on pc that do have something similar um going on to what we are okay so look i just have to ask you because i ask anyone uh who are inviting to the podcast if you had a choice like it's it was you who decide what we will see in the next Red Dead Line update, but it can be only one thing. What would you choose? Properties, Mexico expansion, or heists? Uh, I think I think you're going big for the heists, aren't you? Um, you know the the property thing. Everybody's seeing the videos with the coding and all that stuff. Where it's going to cost you. Two million gold to buy a specific property or whatever it's saying. Um, so I think I think heist for me. Um, that was a big thing over on GTA that people waited a long time for, and uh, it's it's just something that you know brings a lot of involvement to the game and a, a different aspect to what we've got at the moment. You know, a lot like GTA. All the updates within this game seem to be the same thing where. You know, you buy a property, you have a couple of missions, you get some supplies and then you sell something. You know, that seems to be the the MO for, for these sort of games as to what what you do within the you know, the, the activities that are provided and the content that we get. So I think, you know, for for something that's a little different than what we've had so far, I'd definitely go for the the heist. Mm-hmm. So you would choose heist. Uh, okay, so it's actually interesting because in the properties uh, they mentioned in an interview something that might interest like you as a clan leader, some sort of a community areas, uh, like I don't know, maybe some, I don't understand what they were talking about actually, but uh, I think that you would like to see something like a community area where just people can hang out like you know like the moonshine or shack, like the moon but, shack, but, but yeah. much bigger yeah. and with maybe some more uh, possibilities because i think for a clans it's, it, it can be kind of cool to have something like this okay like yeah i mean the, yeah, yeah sorry sorry it's all right. i was just gonna say like the moonshine shack um there's not really much to do inside there but you know, it did create a, a good few days of, of messing around, getting getting your character drunk and walking around, trying to slap people and, and mess around in there. So, you know, like you say, if, if you got something where there was actual activities to do inside, um, you know, little games to play with each other or, or whatever the case, you know, I think that could be interesting. But, 
uh, I think I'd stick with the the heist just on uh, an activity as a whole. It seems like it'd be a lot more than you know a room in a building. Look, what, what if you have like the last question? Like you have to choose one active ability card, one passive ability card, and one weapon. What would it be? The best, the ones that you want to have with you if no other will exist. Um, paint it black. Fool me once. And probably a Lancaster. Lancaster? Not a Carcana? No. I think that's the obvious choice, isn't it? Trying to be different. Mm -hmm. Right. I'd assume everybody would say Kakano, but I don't know. I'd choose the Lancaster. Okay, so uh, we have no more questions in the chat. We had some talk, uh, and I hope we like cleared a little, a little bit uh, some some different topics. And I thank you for joining the podcast, and as well as all the viewers. Uh, for joining the podcast, placing the likes. I just have to remind you that, you know, the link uh, to the podcast on Spotify uh, will... The podcast will be released on Spotify and link in the description, as well as the link to the Reaper Lords website, uh, as usual. There is a, a link, so if you want to go check it. And, as always, like, thank you. Thank you for watching. And, до свидания. And... See you next. See you next week. <laughs>